Hey everybody, how's it going? I hope it's well. It's very hot out today. Very hot, a lot of sticky feeling, you know, a lot of grossness, but you'll have to wait to the end of the show to find out how you could fight that, okay? I need you to stick with me for the rest of it. This program is brought to you by AgorasNexus.com, the premier sponsor of the Use Guys of That podcast. So Joe Biden, uh, it, it, I just heard today, it's very exciting. He has the COVID, he's got the Rona, and he's isolating. I don't know. That man probably has at least seven shots in him, maybe more. Allegedly. Allegedly. Didn't he say he also has cancer, or did he just, like, slip up and say that yeah. shit? No, they're, they're, they're like, no, he, he they're doing cover for it right now. He said he has cancer. Um, we should be so lucky. I'd love a President Kamala Harris for the next two years. I do and I don't, but it's like I you kind of just have to. Like it's watching it's my new favorite TV show. Like I'm checked out. I don't care. Like I don't have to pay for any of it. It's free. Well, okay, taxes pay for it. So yeah. never mind. But you know what I mean. It's the price you pay to live in a society. Uh, we live in a we're living in a society. <laughs> that's right. So uh very exciting times. Uh, you know, and that's the news. We'll get to some more news, but I got a question for the panel here. Big question. Okay. And I need an honest answer. This was something that was brought up in the group chat. I'm going to give you three scenarios. Three scenarios. Four. <laughs> Four. This is not a quiz. Quattro. This is not a quiz. El cuatro. You have the option between these four things, and you have to choose. Okay? Fallacious. I, this, is, this, is a, this is a would you rather. It's a fallacious uh, statement. I don't like these, but okay. A. Get eaten by a shark. B, eaten and eaten, attacked and killed by a shark. B, eaten, attacked uh, and killed by a burr. C, a burr. A burr. Aaron Burr. Aaron. <laughs> yeah, he's a hell of a shot. Um, and then the third option is to be um, eaten or attacked, at, eaten by a uh, wildcat, be it a mountain lion, something like that. Okay, real, real nasty bobcat, maybe. All right, and the fourth option, okay, the fourth option is to die due to uh, being struck by a very venomous, like, animal, whether it be a spider or a snake, like the Gabon viper or perhaps the king cobra. You know, you got those four choices. You have those four choices, maybe it's stung by a scorpion. I don't know. I found out not too long ago, maybe a year ago, that scorpions are older than spiders, which is pretty wild. Yeah. Pretty wild. Like, they're really, really old. Um, they look like they would be. I, yeah. I, so, it depends on the snake or venomous creature, because sometimes it, it doesn't take very long to kill you from the venom. So I would choose the one that that gives you the least amount of time to be alive. So it's between the shark and the venom creature. So without knowing what the venom creature is and how long it would take me to die from the poison, I have to go shark because that's the next best guess with the limited information that I have. Okay. Brian. Ah, shit. Um... I don't know, like, I've seen, I watched Shark Week a shit ton as a kid, and it's like, they're just, like, shredding stuff, and it's like, I don't think, like, I don't think that's a scene where you die instantly, it's like, you're getting sawed in half, and, like, you're probably still gonna, like, drown before, yeah, 
mm-hmm. and then a bear like i okay the revenant not looking good um not good i think somebody else mentioned it in the chat i can't remember who it was but at least with like the mountain lion it's like they instinctually go for the neck and just that's go true. and it's, it's like that's a that's a pretty good point like i i don't want any of them obviously but it's like uh because yeah like venom it's like how long does it kick in like are you going to be miserably like shitting your brains out until you die because of it like i you know what i mean the lion it's like i'd probably go with that one okay i'm the one who said that the cat typically now i'm gonna have uh a contrarian i'm sure well there's big cases where the cat has done this uh, yeah okay great thank you thank you for- have you have you seen that article of that guy that like killed one with his bare hands he was getting mauled by one and uh, like that i mean like you got a chance at least it sounds like a shark though you can't even stand you're not in you're not on dry land you're in that thing's home it's gonna fuck you up mm-hmm. and by the way the reason why that gentleman was able to do that from my understanding is it was a cub oh yeah <laughs> see all right fair enough so yeah those things freak me out they're like you see all the muscle striations like tense up under their fucking skin that's like shrink wrapped to them and it's like no man like no shrink wrapped indeed yeah no it's not a pretty scenario i will second what brian has stated because that was a point that i felt was something to be considered because let us go through the litany of death if we if we if we can and we will we're doing it right now eventually now the problem is as i've stated to everybody here the problem is is that you have people who see a bear or as i like to call them the burr you see the burr over there and it's got the elongated snout and it's fluffy even though it's wiry coat it's not like petting a dog but it's really coarse Yes, I haven't gotten close enough, nor will I. Listen, I went to the Cleveland Zoo about a year ago. They had this Asian Lantern Festival, right? Asian Lantern Festival, and they had this massive grizzly bear. I still have pictures of it on my phone. This grizzly bear was just pacing back and forth, looking at everybody, looking at him, Mm -hmm. and then would whip his head around and then walk the other way and stare us down from the other side. And And you look at his claws... And I'm like, dude, this bear is looking at me like it wants to like really kill us. And then I looked up. Typically, what will happen is, is that the bear is going to go for the soft tissue. And it does this with animals that it hunts in the wild. Not to mention, it can run almost 40 miles an hour. And climb trees. And climb trees. And climb trees. Being eaten alive by the bear does not sound like a good time. No. Now, the shark, I put that at place number one. Place number one. Shark has got to be second place because you have, with the mitigating factor to your demise could potentially be blood loss. Like, there was a lady that was, they, they, there was a cruise ship, which I'm never going on for many reasons. I just had the rotavirus. I don't need they're it. They're kind of terrifying. Like, yes. yes, they're kind of terrifying. I agree. And people try to convince me all the time, oh, you should check it out. Like, bro, I don't really even drink. Like, I... I I could go to Chinese buffet here every day and not leave land. I don't need to go to yours on uh, floating on the water where everybody has diarrhea. I, I don't need that. But there was a lady, there's a video of a lady who got like, they were swimming off of this, the ship in open ocean. And there's a great white shark right there. 
and she's swimming for all that she's got to get back to the ship, and it literally sawed her leg off. One bite, took the whole leg, left. Okay? She's still alive. Yeah. But the shark just was like, thank you. Mm-hmm. It like like the way I would eat a chicken leg out of the wax paper but, bucket from the Colonel Sanders but, Kentucky Fried Chicken franchise. But the way I understood this question to be is, you're gonna die. This there is no escaping from this animal. Like you are that there, it's attacking you. You're missing. You, you're not letting me finish my it. point. Okay. Blood loss becomes a real factor. Yeah. Yeah, we part- talked about it last week with that dude that got hole punched in his neck oh god but you're gonna die quicker that way than you would uh wait drowning drowning also right Mm -hmm. so that's why it's below the bear yeah okay all right that's why it's not the gold medal the gold medal is the bear i just want to die the quickest we're getting there we're getting there okay now the quickest that that's why i think that the the mountain lion is is the best way to go because if it collapses your windpipe i mean that's Anybody who's done uh, uh, jujitsu or has wrestled or anything like that, but especially jujitsu, you get in a choke, a blood choke. It's five seconds. Well, we, the blood choke—that's not your windpipe. That's compressing your carotid arteries. So right. That way you're, but the like, chance, but the chance of it happening to you does it exists with the cat, right? Especially right. But if it just blood. gets your trachea, like you could go, you could be struggling for a while without <laughs> access to air, and that sounds pretty shitty too. It does sound yeah. pretty shitty. It does. I just I think the bear is first place. Period. Like that's as far as worst way to go. Worst way to go. Yeah. Worst way to go, because you can still be living and hearing, smelling, and feeling all of those wonderful things as it digs into your guts. No thanks. While you're you know attempting to you know scream for nobody who's going to come and help you in the Canadian Rockies in winter. Uh, why are you there? Because you like to hike. That's probably why. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. So there's that. And then, of course, I think the venomous animal, because of the variation in the type of venom that you can run into, potentially would make it, like you said, you could check out real fast. Like, you know, if you get, what is it? um, The king cobra has enough in its bite to kill, I don't know how many elephants. Now, these animals have evolved to regulate how much venom they they send out when they they attack. Mm Mm-hmm. Up to including like the uh, what is it um, uh, the timber rattlesnake which the uh, Gadsden flag is based on that one right there like it dry it'll dry bite like it doesn't want to sacrifice its weapon that it uses to hunt on your foot like it'll it'll like make a display and all that Western Diamondbacks a different story that guy's very angry most of the time very very irritable snake. When I went out west, they say around all the touristy areas, they don't even rattle anymore because people just kind of ignore them. So now you just have to worry about silently getting bitten. That's that's not a good scenario. It's kind of like how deer get used to people and they don't like get scared or anything. They just kind of do whatever the fuck they want. It's like the same thing. Well, right. they de- they develop. So these rattlesnakes, I watched this program and these rattlesnakes developed um a sense for if you rattle and you rattle louder, the humans find you and they kill you and you get taken. Oh yeah. Now they don't rattle. And the second thing that's coming from this is the females are choosing males with rattles that are less uh, loud. So um, they don't make as much noise. So it's like the opposite of the original evolutionary. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. 
Yeah, because we were like, fuck you, Snake. And we, like, you know, well, not we, but, you know, the proverbial we, I guess, the, the, uh, the editorial, the editorial we, um, people have decided that, oh, well, we're just going to go round up the rattlesnakes and we're just going to get yeah, them. Yeah, rattlesnake roundup. Because mm-hmm. they're a bunch of fucking assholes. I agree. Whatever. I agree. They're yeah. fucking everything up now. I, I yeah, and I, I heard that that is happening. I'm not sure. I mean, I would have to do a deeper dive, but that actually really bothers me uh, because that was supposed to be like, you know, the one of the cool snakes mm-hmm. that was like, hey, that's enough. You've gotten close enough. You've messed around with. I've had enough of your BS. Get out of here. Like, Life uh, finds a way. Oh, God. I, that's not the first time I've heard that and not from Jurassic Park either. Um, but yes, uh, it does find a way. And, you know, the can- the Cobra does the same thing, right? Because that's why its hood comes up. It gives you that display. Like, yeah. hey, listen, pal. That's don't fuck not- with me. Yeah. Don't b- leave me alone. And uh, would you ma- could you imagine if they just, like, started to evolve to lose their hoods? And now you just have this snake that looks like everybody else, with exception of the King Cobra, because it's the largest one. Um, just running around and just, you know, biting people because, you know, nobody knows it's there. But, yeah, in um, western Pennsylvania, you'll find... There are some outside of Allegheny County, you'll find that there are timber rattlesnakes. And I was down by the Clarion River two months ago, three months ago. And it's that it was that point in spring where you still have dead foliage. And I was I told my wife, I was like, you got to be careful where you step because, you know, you, you can't like how many pictures have you seen where people have been like find the snake and you have to look for a minute. You have you're like you're searching around because it's, you know, evolution has turned this thing into a master. Of, of disguise Except- do you think they know that they're that hidden like how do they fucking know you know a great question like that they just match up perfectly or is it just like eh, like fuck it i'm sure it's fine like I'm sure it's fine <laughs> yeah like those fucking bugs that look like bark on a tree and they're just like yeah this spot's good enough like do they even check or they're just like yeah i guess like fuck it I don't know if they have the capacity to check it. Right? Just going for it. They're like, this should work. It's, it's We've gotten this far, so we're going to keep where the, the show goes on. <laughs> I guess. like, But yeah, man, like you, you, you step on one of the, if you spook them, now typically they'll try to get away from you before you even show up because of the vibration from you, you know, stepping. Uh, so, you know, step on snick. Uh, sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. Um, it'd be a bad scenario. So. In conclusion, bears are not like not fun, and I don't know what the infatuation is with people who are like you know like, who don't fully understand. Like I don't have to be attacked by a burr to know that if it tries to hurt me, I'm going to die, and, and horribly. Like I, I don't understand. Like you ever see like a, like what is it? Eleven hundred pound grizzly bear, eleven hundred pound animal. Have you seen him shaved? No, no. Oh, Google that shit right now and pull it up. You're going to be terrified. Just look up shaved grizzly bear. Angel, are you on that? I'm doing it right now. All right, let's see what the shaved grizzly bear They is. look fucking mean. Like, I'm sure they're unhappy, but like, holy shit. <laughs> Why'd they shave it? Is it like mm-hmm. a, maybe it was at a zoo or something? Got sick. I have no idea. Oh, uh, you know, yeah, I've seen this before. Put, put it up there. I've never seen a shaved grizzly bear before. Okay. Let's have it. Let's have it. And for those of you enjoying the audio portion only. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's an ugly animal. Yeah. It's like one of those, like, shitty, weird-looking naked cats, but, like, way. (laughs) That's the chupacabra right there, bro. 
Oh, that one. It's looks like ahead. a werewolf right that there. That looks like a guy. Yeah. <laughs> Is the moon full, sir? Are you okay? Let's oh, my see. gosh. Um, maybe. Yeah. But look at the one with the full face right there with the teeth. I, I don't want anything to do with this thing at all. No. What was the name of the guy that went up to Alaska got eaten by him because he thought they were all pals? Oh, I don't know. I forget his name, but they call him the Grizzly Man. Call him Lunch. He's gone. He's dead. I remember hearing about that like when oh. I was a kid. Dude, the audio they they got they have the audio portion of it where he's screaming while they're you know the bears decided that they were friendly enough to where that they, they could eat him. But there, it's not a real audio clip like online because they never released it. But they do have the audio because like he decided to take out his camera and he recorded the audio and not the video because I think a lens cap was still on the camera or something. Mm -hmm. And it murdered the bear, like straight up murdered him and his fucking girlfriend because it was an older bear Fuck. and it didn't have, it was competing for the resources around and it was really, really late in the year. Um, and they, sh the, those two should have left already, but they didn't. And so it was competing for all the resources around and like its teeth were missing and it was kind of like, it, it was unable to, um, do what it needed to do to survive for the winter. So it was very desperate and it uh attacked him and his girlfriend and they actually killed they ended up killing the bear um but he was really he was kind of like a dangerous person as far as like going up there and getting too close to the animals and you know he kind of acted like they were all dogs yeah and and therein lies the problem and there is a reason why i'm bringing this up ladies and gentlemen by the way, you can let me know what you think. And it's from that list. I don't want to hear. There's always a contrarian or two in the group. They're like, well, what about that? We, we didn't do that. What about we did about a what about about these? That's what we're doing. The what about we could do another what about next week. You want to throw piranhas in there? That's fine. You want to throw uh, that son of a bitch running around? What is it? The, the giant squid that they all told us wasn't real. That's out there right now doing you don't know what. What about those beetles from, uh, like, The Mummy? I know those aren't real, but, like, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, of course I do. The blue ones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then went into the guy's chest and ate his heart. Oh, yeah. And that was that was a great movie, by the way. Brendan Fraser. What a great movie. Absolutely. The grizzly man's name was Timothy... Uh, McVeigh? Timothy Treadwell, yeah. <laughs> he was there, too. Oh, uh, It was, uh, fuck, what's that guy on the internet? It's always him. He's a, like Bill every, huh? Bill Hicks. No, just, no, the every, like every school shooting, there's like memes of him, and it's like it, David Hogg, huh? David Hogg, David Hogg, the dude who was at Stoneman Douglas. It's causing a problem for him. No, 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 no. Uh, he's got like red hair, and oh, uh, I, don't I don't know what his name is, but I know. God damn it! <laughs> it's like every time something like that happens, it's him. <laughs> I thought you were talking about David Hogg. No, but well, his dad was a Fed, right? Yes. His dad was like in the CIA. That's weird. Um, no, no, no. Oh, wait. I got to stay on topic before I get yelled at. Um, <laughs> the reason why I'm bringing this up, okay? The reason why I'm bringing this up, okay? And this is from Jonathan Edwards, who works for the Washington Compost, a despicable rag. Why we're even referencing the Washington Post here? I don't know, but this has to do with burrs, so we're going to look at it, okay? Check this out. Early on July 6th, Leah Locan, 
Great name. Leah? Leah. I'm going to say Leah for... Lindsay Lohan? <laughs> I haven't heard anything about her in a while. She was in a Planet Fitness video because she needed money for Coke. Oh, um, it's, it's, it's tough times. It's a tough economy out there. Uh, Leah Lohan w- awoke to a 417-pound grizzly burr a few feet from her tent, so close that she heard that, that she heard when the bear huffed at, at her head. Bear, bear, Loken yelled, prompting Joe and Kim Cole, two other cyclists camping in the small town of Ovando as they trekked across Montana, Tony Montana. To, oh, Montana's fucking beautiful. I'm sure it is. To spring from their nearby tent, armed with bear spray and clamoring as much as possible, according to a 26-page report addressed by the interagency Grizzly Burr Committee's executive body earlier this month. The bear fled. After scaring it, Loken, a 65-year-old visiting from Chico, California, moved food out of her tent to a nearby building. She armed herself with a can of burr spray. You can't fucking sleep with food in your tent? Are you fucking insane? 65. She was ready to go. (laughs) She declined declined an offer to stay in a hotel for the night. Then she and the Coles returned to the respective tents. Loken's extra extra precautionary measures weren't enough. The burr returned about an hour after the first encounter and mauled her to death. Holy shit. So, when offered the hotel room, don't be a tough guy. Take the shower, the room service, mm-hmm. and get a good night's sleep. If, if somebody's recommending after a bear has invaded your camp that you go stay someplace else and they're going to pay for it. See ya. I would... I highly, highly suggest that you follow that recommendation. Because, I mean, why put yourself at risk? I agree. That's They're left. What do I have to worry about? <laughs> yeah, true. I guess. Holy shit. I didn't know that. I saw, was there a video of, like, the first time the bear rolled up? And, like, outside of her tent? I feel like I saw something recently where it was, like, a video of somebody, like, inside of a tent. They just, like, start filming and the bear was, like, right fucking there. I don't know if it was her or not, but I did not know that it came back. Thank you. I would have been scared to death. Um, yeah, like, do you ever just shit your pants immediately after waking up? Like, <laughs> that would be that would be exactly. Now, mind you, uh, Sar- uh, Sergeant First Class Big Business, he was going to go hike in the Canadian Rockies because, you know. It sounds beautiful. It sounds beautiful, and Sergeant Big Business, he's – um. He's probably the toughest person I know, and um, he's very. He, I guess he's, you could say he's very. He doesn't have an ego at all. Like he, he doesn't. He doesn't flex it. The guy's an army ranger. I mean, that's pretty tough. And even he went up there with. He was going to go up there with a forty-four magnum because he was. Yeah, that's like everyone I know that goes to bear country. They get like a Smith and Wesson five hundred. It's like huge. Yes, because this isn't a joke. No, and even that, it's like, are you sure that's going to be enough? Like. Yeah, because here's a couple of factors you have to put into the to the calculus as uh, Lex Free say. Calculus. I've been listening to him more and more. I like his stuff. He's 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 a very smart, enjoyable person. I like yeah. him. Um, but factor this in. Say there's a bird that's charging you. First of all, there's been a guy on Rogan's show where they were on Kodiak Island, I think. Yeah, yeah they were all sitting in a circle and nobody grabbed the gun. They all ran away. They didn't have time. <laughs> No, yeah, that thing was like barreling in. It was an 1,100-pound grizzly bear running so fast that he couldn't reach over to his pack, which was maybe three feet away, and dial in a shot. So then you have to factor in 
under duress, when you're freaked out and this, you know, monster is coming to eat you, are you going to be able to draw the weapon and fire it under duress and get enough shots where it counts? I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to share this screen about this grizzly bear. Okay. Keep talking. there's, There's that to be factored in as well. Look at this guy. You guys can't see this. But um, that's a large bear. Um, it doesn't look friendly at all. I, I'm sure that my mother, who thinks everything's a dog, she would probably go and try to pet this thing. So uh, 800 pounds. 800 pounds, this one. So there's that to factor in, right? Like there's, There was an I Survived a while ago where these goofballs had um, burr spray in the Canadian Rockies, and they mm-hmm. put tape over the triggers. So yeah. they couldn't even use the burr spray because the tape was over the trigger. Why would they do that? Why weren't they armed with something else? And this dude got his scalp removed. Oh. No good. The bear really, uh, he's I survived. He was lucky to live. So there's that. So those we have listeners in Montana, uh, in the state of Tony Montana. So uh, I'm sure you all know what you need to do and what you don't need to do. Well, and like... There was a couple of those on that I Survived show that I've seen in the past. And the guy talks about how, okay, you see the bear and it's huge, but you don't think about how agile it really is. And this one guy who was attacked started describing how it moves like a cat. (laughs) No. Like a cat. And he says you have... You have literally like no time. This one guy had a had a gun on him, and he he shot it and hit the bear, but he didn't you know hit him enough, and the bear was already there and he attacked him, so he had to lay back down and pretend like he was you know dead, and like it it went on back and forth, and you know he did survive because he actually pretended to be dead, and the bear left and, and didn't come back at that moment in time, and he was able to call for help on his radio or whatever he had. Fuck. Yeah. But no, like he he's like he the bear moves like a cat and you have like zero in one second. It's in your fucking face. You, you have no time to react. Shoot nothing. Yeah. And, and you know, man, that uh, that's the reason I was thinking about this, because recently in the uh, area of northeast Ohio, where most of us reside, was that black bird? there was a black bear running around making everybody crazy. And it was not a and black bear is not huge, but it's still a burr and, uh, still, and everybody's like oh they're so docile no black bear will fuck you up too yeah it's for, not docile don't don't trust anything it'll I, eat you i don't even like the geese that are down at the pond they're very, <laughs> they are aggressive and the I, geese are assholes like one of them flexed towards me it stuck it kind of stuck it like it opened its mouth and hissed at me and then started to move its wings and i pointed at it and i and i had my dog with me i said he's going to eat you geese are like the the land equivalent of like an orca, I feel like, but they're just like too tiny to do anything, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Killer whales, I honestly think those scare me. Like, have you watched the videos of those fuckers hunting? Oh, and yeah. like, there'll be like a seal on an ice floe and they all push a big ass wave and it flops on. It's like, no, like, I, I have fucking nightmares about that shit. Killer whales are assholes. Yeah, they are. They're terrible. They're straight up assholes. They will um, just toy with whatever prey mm-hmm. yeah oh it's a game yeah they they hunt sharks and you know what they do they flip the shark over so it becomes canatonic and then they eat its fucking liver and and leave it to die 
And when a shark sent a great white shark, by the way, not just like not a hammerhead, not a not a smaller shark, a great white shark, when it senses another shark has been attacked by orcas or it knows that orcas around, it goes deep, deep down and it stays deep down in the ocean and it swims away. It wants nothing because it knows that damn orca is coming to take its liver. It's, they're called the wolves of the sea. Yeah. So fucked up. Like nature, yeah. wild shit. Not a fan of any of them. Not a fan at all. Uh, and that, like that, would, that's like that always fucking freaks me out. Watching like that Sea World shit. It's like you're fucking doing this circus bullshit with them, and it's like they're probably pissed like all the time. Like they live in a a fishbowl, dude. And yeah, and it's like didn't some chick get killed by one of them? Like there's yeah. a couple. A couple. Okay. There's a couple that by that one that starts. I forget what its name was. Shamu. No, it started with a T. Uh, Telecom. Yeah, that was it. And um, there was one incident where he, like, I think it was that whale specifically that grabbed the diver and tried to drown it. Mm-hmm. And by, grabbed it by the foot. And the dude, luckily, he was a real skilled and experienced diver, knew how to hold his breath and bided his time. Oh, my God. It just dragged him down. Like, it did whatever it wanted to. And then there was another incident where it tried to grab somebody out of the crowd. Remember that? Because they would beach themselves and like pose mm-hmm. and somebody got too close and it like looked at him and it's like, listen, guy. Wasn't there one that grabbed somebody's hair? Yeah. That, yes. Her yes. name was Dawn. I forget her last name. Um, it grabbed her by her ponytail and pulled her into the the, the, the tank reserve tank and yeah. fucking it murdered her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, because it was pissed off at her because she asked him to do something and he didn't hear the signal so he didn't do it and he didn't get any fish so he got pissed and fucking killed her because How of you it. like that yeah Dude, that, like or that video of the what was it the orangutan that like grabs that guy's shirt and like yanks him toward the cage and they're like the fucking guys hanging on to him like trying to put dude no like i don't nothing you can do like mm-hmm. people, that's another animal that people have no respect for it's all muscle it's not one bit of fat. It's all muscle. It will literally do whatever it wants to, to you. Like, period. Like, that's not, that's why I live here. That's why. <laughs> Apparently, the, those, there's chimpanzees that fuck with gorillas, and they'll go in and they'll steal the gorilla's baby and fucking murder face it. Mm-hmm. And, not, and, and like, the gorillas are afraid of the chimps because mm-hmm. these chimps are fucking nuts. Yeah, it's and, crazy. Mind you how big a gorilla is. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's. Yeah, it's a, it's a frightening world out there. Uh, yeah, nature is not um, not very kind. Speaking of Mother Nature tries to murder everybody, there was uh, a reported tornado down in Worcester uh, yesterday that came. Oh, yeah, shit. So there actually was a tornado? Yeah, they're saying uh, there's a tornado that came through. I slept through all of that. you go to the chiropractor? No, I've never been to one. Okay. Well, I, like, I come from a long line of people that think chiropractors are witch doctors. And like, I've also know a bunch of people that say they do good shit, but like, I've never gone to one myself. Yeah, we did a B side on it, and uh, we're, we would like to know what people think of the chiropractor because uh, HL Mencken calls them quacks. Uh, not a big fan. I know a lot of the Amish go to them. A lot of the Amish go to them. Okay. All right. Well, if anybody's gone to the chiropractor, let us know. And if you want to hear that B side, it's two bucks for the month. It's it's literally it, with this inflation economy, we're not raising the price. Yeah, we need to know um, that, you know, there's specific questions that we ask in regards to, um, you know, what things mean and, and you know. Yeah. 
yeah, we do. We do need to know. So moving on to the next thing. Now, sex workers. All right. This, it, it, you probably know one or two. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know any. Um, but it depends on what you define as sex workers. I guess if you have like a feet thing on OnlyFans that could count. Um, I, uh, I don't know. But this is very interesting. So this is uh, from the Daily Beast, which is, you know, not the greatest one. Not the greatest <laughs> of note, but however interesting. Uh, this is great. So a senior research scientist working on advanced propulsion technologies for the United States Air Force duped a contractor into hiring an unqualified sex worker he had paid using a government charge card because he thought she was, quote, really hot, according to the feds. Oh, my God. I had one of those cards issued to me. That's fucking shit. The paperwork you have to fucking do to balance all that shit. It's like, it's not worth it. I don't know what the fuck this guy thought he was doing. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. The man then allegedly threatened to kill the sex worker supervisor and himself when the scheme fell apart, but not before shifting the bulk of the project's funding elsewhere to pay for her salary at a different defense firm. Oh, my God. That's according to a newly unsealed search warrant application obtained by the Daily Beast, which accuses Dr. James Gord, a highly decorated civilian Air Force employee, of installing the 32-year-old sex worker on a highly technical research project, even though she did not have a college degree or any expertise in the field. How long ago was this? uh, I don't know. Let's take a look here. This article is from the 18th of this month in the year of our Lord, 2022. You said he was at the jet propulsion shit? Yeah, he's working on highly sensitive uh, advanced propulsion technologies. Well, fuck. I mean, Jack Parsons was the one that started all that shit. He was doing like sex magic with Aleister Crowley. So like, if anything, this guy's probably upholding the legacy and they're haters and they should keep him. <laughs> the haters. I love it. So when uh, you, you know, when people say that a college degree is just a goddamn piece of paper, maybe you're right in this instance, because this lady didn't have one and you paid her salary. So congratulations. (laughs) Um, The woman, quote, did not fully understand how to use basic word processing. That's a problem. Uh, and struggled to formulate coherent inter-office emails. Another red flag. Uh, the war- I mean, my kid, who's 19 and talks like an ogre, can still do better than this. So there's hope yet. The warrant uh, states in 2019, Gord tapped the woman, <laughs> wink, wink, uh, to co-chair a, sci- co-chair a scientific panel for unsuspecting photonics research design, designing turbine engines, uh, detonation engines, scramjets, and rockets. Oh, and my God. Here you are working your job, and this lady walks in because why? She's really hot. So you know what, man? Good luck to you. Let's go. No charges have yet been filed against Gord prior to his death last. Oh. Oh, fuck. Oh, well, there we go. That, that if, Now I believe there really was something going on because they killed him. What happened? What, how, how does it say he died? It says of unspecified... Uh, COVID. COVID. It has to be. Uh, the woman whose identity the Daily Beast is withholding, thanks for nothing, has not been charged with a crime either, according to court records. <laughs> Great, right? She did not respond to voicemails left, because nobody checks her voicemail, Daily Beast, at a number listed under her name, or to an email seeking comment. On Monday, the warrant says Gord, 
first came to the attention of the Ur Force investigators in March of 2019 after the CEO and chief research scientist of a company that provided the Ur Force Research Lab in Ohio with laser imaging for turbine engines reached out with a raft of highly troubling allegations. My goodness, ladies and gentlemen, if you are not enjoying the video of this, uh, perhaps you would like to see what this man looks like. This is the man who hired the sex worker right here. Oh, man. Oh, no. That is a face that truly and only only a mother could really love. So this is the guy. He looks excited, like, all the time, though, I bet. Like, he looks like he probably does coke, but he might just look like that, you know? No, it's probably snorting Viagras, like, five at a time, (laughs) just screwing this girl from sunup to sundown. That's why she couldn't compose an email. She couldn't get off of her back or off of her knees because this guy was just going to pound town. The the horny bastards, both of them. That's a nice-looking tie, though. I mean, that is a fancy tie. Uh, the company Spectral Energies has received millions of dollars in government contracts and mm-hmm. has been contracting for the lab located on, yes, the Wright Patterson Air Force Base near Dayton, Ohio. Oh, shit. Yes, for the past 17 years, the warrant states. So, your tax dollars yet again at work. I hope that you're satisfied with this. Good for him. Good for the sex worker, though. This is the, this is the real winner of the sweepstakes you managed to screw your way into a lucrative contract when you couldn't even compose a basic inter-office email ladies and gentlemen i don't want to hear about you guys singing the blues there is hope for all of us after all she took a page from kamala harris's book truly she will be the vice president perhaps the president someday maybe uh emperor of the universe who knows which <laughs> i don't know i don't know uh we got some bad news on the horizon here, though, ladies and gentlemen. For those of you who remember, now, in 2008, which was a long time ago now, which is hard to believe. This was pre-Barack Hussein Obama, praise be <laughs> Lord and Savior Barack Obama, the king of the working class who loved the working people so much. This is prior to him. It was very bad back then. In fact, there's a fella that Joe Rogan interviewed Matt Tiabi or Tiabi or I forget how to pronounce his last name, but he did a book on how all of this came to pass with the uh, the mortgage uh, lending crisis, the subprime lo- lo- mortgage loans, how they targeted uh, black folks, uh, elderly black folks that were uh, that were not well to do and exploit them. Um, terrible things done by these firms. Nobody went to jail, by the way. I just want everybody to remember that. Nobody, people lost their homes, but the people who were guilty did not go to jail. Mm-mm. Okay? Because rich people don't go to jail. The antiheroes had it right. Don't pass go, don't post bail. Rich people don't go to jail. Now, this is going to be very interesting. So, for those of us who are looking to purchase a home, um, I'm looking to move out of this closet that I've been told I work in. Um, it's a very nice closet though. I, I like it though. I have a TV in here and I've got some books and it's a very roomy closet. It's a walk-in closet. I'm looking to move out and maybe it's time for you to come out of the closet, Jay. It's okay. You know something? I need to practice what I preach and get out of this closet. You're absolutely right. Our time may be coming very soon. Like the Lord. Okay. The great Chinese mortgage strike. Thousands of home buyers are refusing to pay their home loans as growing boycotts spread online. 
This is from Yvonne Lau on the 18th of this month in the year of our Lord, 2022, from Fortune.com. Okay. Hundreds of thousands of home buyers in at least 80 Chinese cities are refusing to pay their mortgages as property developers struggle to compete to complete, excuse me, their building projects, signaling a new era of turbulence for China's continued real estate crisis. As of July 12th, home buyers in 22 Chinese cities have threatened to stop their mortgage payments over construction delays and sinking real estate prices affecting 35 projects, Citigroup analysts wrote in a note. As of Monday, that figure had surged over 80 cities affecting over 200 projects, according to data from eHouse China Research and Development Institution, a Chinese real estate database. Homebuyers discontent, is, discontent excuse me, is spreading both offline and online. Now Chinese online platforms are deleting crowdsourced documents and social media posts, tabulating the number of mortgage boycotts and project delays nationwide, according to a Bloomberg report. In China, property developers rely on pre-sale funding where buyers pay up front for unbuilt apartments, um, uh, analogous to interest-free loans for the building company. The current mortgage boycott is rooted in developers' dependence on pre-sales for funding. Alicia Garcia Herrero, the chief Asia-Pacific economist at French investment bank, Na her name is Alicia Garcia Herrero, and she's the chief Asia-Pacific economist at a French investment bank, Natixis. Boy, I mean, talk about a combination. I wouldn't have guessed her for Asia anything. Maybe that's my bias. Or French. That kind of looks like Latinx. Um, or is it pronounced Latinx? Is it I mean, Spain and France are touching each other, though. So, like... In the bathroom. Terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, the Pyrenees are just all that separates them in little shitty Andorra. Um, actually, it's not shitty. I want to visit there because it's like a micronation. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay, so this is, uh, okay, the health of China's financial system could be at stake. The Chinese communist government, which prioritizes stability and mass murder, is alarmed by the brewing unrest. Analysts say this is political protest. It's a crisis potential, uh, potentially of confidence that one of the, that the Chinese re, uh, state fears tremendously. Diana Choleva, the chief economist at Enodo Economics, told Bloomberg Television, Chinese household wealth has fueled the country's housing boom the last two decades with 70% of it funneling into property. But in recent years, Beijing's implemented strict rules to curb excessive borrowing by property developers. Those measures starve uh, developers of cash, leading to major construction delays and leaving building projects in limbo. Some developers simply stop construction, saddling home buyers with debt, but no home. Uh, the mortgage protest could hit an estimated $223 billion worth of mortgage loans or 4% of Chinese banks' total outstanding loans, according to a report, yeah, by Australian bank ANZ. Another ANZ? estimate by Chinese security firm GF Securities says the protests involve $296 billion of mortgages. China's top four state banks, Bank of China, Agricultural Bank of China, China Construction Bank, and the Industrial and Commercial Bank of China, uh, also known as the Communist Party Bank, are most exposed to mortgage lending, says investment bank Jefferies. If more homebuyers stop paying their mortgages, the protests could jeopardize the health of China's financial system. ANZ's senior China economist Betty Wang, large Wang, wrote in a Thursday note. <laughs> The snowballing crisis, it had to be done. 
The snowballing crisis has also compelled the government to reassure citizens that their homes will be delivered. China's authorities are working with banks and developers to mitigate a wider systemic crisis. China's banking regulator on Sunday ordered lenders to extend loans to developers to help them finish unbuilt projects. Officials are also considering allowing home buyers to defer mortgage payments without penalty. So what if the same thing happened here? How exciting would that be? I can only imagine. But there are rumors. There are little fart bubbles in the bathtub rising to the surface and stinking up the bathroom right now that we are headed towards another mortgage crisis, uh, that we're heading towards another housing crisis and a collapse. Now, from what I understand, the prices will not necessarily fall as fast. But to give you an example in the specific area where I live in the Northeast Ohio Soviet, which is not known to be an expensive area, this is not Pepper Pike, this is not Beechwood, um, this isn't, um, you know, uh, whatever, uh, Hudson or, you know, one of these uh, hoity-toity towns. So maybe a little bit, maybe not. Bah. Jackson. Jackson, Mississippi. No, Jackson, Ohio, the home of RoboCop. And uh, yeah. Oh, really? No, no, he's from Detroit. Um, oh, I was like, what? Uh, yeah, so... We're not, I'm not in a wealthy area, but I could tell you that homes 10 years ago that went for 135, 140 are going close to a hundred thousand dollars more. I'm not even kidding. They will bid way over the price. Like in many cases, these homes are by and large 50% more expensive than they were. And when that son of a bitch collapses, yours truly is going to be waiting there for the rotting corpse to pick it apart and get myself a, a studio, an actual studio that isn't located in a dark closet somewhere in the basement of the bungalow that I live in. Bangalow, not bungalow, bungalow. Um, I'm Irish, so I can say that. So that's, that's uh, an inside thing that you guys aren't allowed to use because um, it's cultural appropriation. Anyway, oh so yeah, so there's some exciting times ahead of us. I really, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, and I'm looking forward to Joe Biden getting monkeypox. I got, I got an exciting thing to talk about. I want to hear about exciting things. Okay. Let's have it. So I think everybody here knows about Boston Dynamics. Do you know who Boston Dynamics is? Oh, God. Yeah, the robots. Yeah, yeah. they're the ones that the uh, Skynet. Okay. This whole, I, I, I saw a video today. I think you might be about to talk about it, actually. Let's go. Probably. So I'm going to pull this up here. Pull that up. So stand by, sirs. We're standing by. The beautiful bean footage. That's yep, that's exactly what I saw. Yep, not great. So there's a robot dog with a machine gun, okay? And this is on cybernews.com. We're looking good. So um, I'm sure everybody's familiar with those dancing robot videos, and they're like, oh, look at these cute robots. Okay, so while Boston Dynamics show off their robots' dance moves, Others turn similar looking devices into dystopian killing machines. <laughs> Much like their flesh made cousins, robot dogs do not lack attention on the internet. Many have seen the footage of Spot, a high tech quad quadruple developed by the US based company Boston Dynamics, flaunting its dance moves. However, the latest addition to the robot dog content stream looks like something out of a science fiction movie. 
Twitter user Sheen Chiplock shared a video of someone in Russia firing a gun from a a quadruped robot. Even though the post author discussed ro uh, robot Boston Dynamics make the one seen in the video not made by the American company. Uh, so I guess it's not made by Boston Dynamics in America. So let's see this video because I'm interested. Oh, it's fucking amazing. It's crazy. They can't afford a silence. I, I don't know. It's got a suppressor on it. Scientists spent so much time wondering whether or not they could. They didn't think whether or not they should. Right. That's, a, that's fucking. I mean, it's cool, but that's fucking horrible. Like. <laughs> and that's what they're willing to show us. I mean, and this one is. They just fucking welded a frame together. Like. Ugh. I guess this one is made in China. So. Oh. Um, oh, what housing collapse? What? <laughs> what? What mortgage crisis? What are you talking about? We got robot dogs with guns. <laughs> You're going to pay, Santa. <laughs> oh. For those of you listening, you, you heard like kind of like little tip tappities and the, or like something that was like, shh, 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 shh. that was like the little robot dog, you know, like dancing and, you know, kind of like running in place or like walking back and forth. And then you then you heard the gunshot. So then it decided it was going to shoot or somebody was controlling it. Yeah, that's what I was wondering is if yeah. someone was doing that separately or if it was just programmed to shoot stuff yeah based on some sort of i'm sure that won't be flawed at all um no. i'm sure that the cops will get at least a couple of them you know because of terrorism oh my god yeah and that's when the i mean why haven't the police been issued a10 warthogs yet seriously like i think well the air force just got rid of them so it might take a while what did they replace it with the no idea because that was an effective tank killing machine yeah, well, they it was like, from my understanding, they tried to get rid of it way before that even, but then, like, all the people that were deployed on the ground in Afghanistan and Iraq were like, please don't fucking do that because they've saved our ass more times than we could count. Believe and then they kept it around, but then I think it's a couple of years now that they've since, I don't know, replaced it or retired it. But I was surprised how quiet it was. I saw it at the air show in Cleveland about 13 years ago. Yeah. Um, it was quiet. The one that was like really, really loud was the F-15. My God. Yeah. Those things are fucking insane. Oh, it was like, it was like, it like felt like you're going to shatter your eardrums. And then my kid was like six at the time. So, you know, of course the he's potato colored just like myself. And it was, it's late. It's Labor Day weekend, which in this part of the country is still flaming hot. I mean, oh, yeah. It, and you're on pavement like the entire time. 
we he and I like we they had a C5 galaxy there, which those of you are not familiar. It looks like it uses black magic to fly. It looks like it shouldn't be like be able to get off the ground. It's it's such a large aircraft. And the wing is so large that like there were a bunch of us pasties just standing under the wing watching the air show. And like when it got, you know, to the point where the wing obscured our vision, it was like, well, that's a that's a price we're willing to pay to not burn to death. I had like severe sunburn real bad. I put sunscreen on him, but I thought, no, I'll be okay. No, of course, you idiot. No, you almost died. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, that 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 A-10 was real quiet. And I, I think that. What is it that the cannon that it shot? What is it? The, is it twenty-five millimeter or thirty millimeter? Whatever it is. I think it's literally I, the bullet alone, like not the not the uh, cartridge, but like the actual projectile is like the size of those eight-ounce Red Bull cans, like, and it's depleted uranium inside the round. So, like, well, I heard- no, the, they literally like built the plane around that gun, and it slows the plane down when they let go of the trigger. Like, because that's, it's why I mean, because of the backwards force of the fucking like explosions. It's true. That's whack. I'm waiting for the Ohio state patrol who has an air force now that we've talked about on this show. When they, when they see you speeding, they're just going to kill you. They're just going to be like, that's it. We're sending a bill to your family for the cleanup. (laughs) I mean, there's, there's more cool news that I found. Apparently, there has been a direct hit of radiation from the sun, and it has formed a solar storm around Earth. So everybody who's talking about, oh, it's so fucking hot. What do you, why do you think oh. that it's so fucking hot? Like it's, Climate change. It is climate. The climate <laughs> does change. Because of the sun? <laughs> because of the sun. That giant so, ball of radiation. <laughs> and, and to further, um, you know, possibly maybe depress you, I Good. don't know. I want it. Please. The sunspot, a huge like sunspot is facing directly towards Earth right now. Which, what does that mean? Um, so like the sun has like these what they call sunspots. Mm-hmm. Right. That's where like the um solar flares like that will like eject out of that sometimes. So, so we get extra aurora borealis, is that what you're about to tell me? Yes. However, right now it's only at a KP index of four. It could possibly go to a KP index of five. What does uh, that mean? Um, well, I'm not really quite sure. It's the terminology that they use for space. Okay. Um, so I forget what it stands for, um, but I think in order for us to see in Ohio, we have to be at a KP of seven. The KP index describes the disturbance of the Earth's magnetic field caused by the solar wind. The faster the solar wind blows, the greater the turbulence. The index ranges from zero, which is low activity, to nine, which means that an intense geomagnetic storm is underway. So that's um, that's the official definition, and it's K index Mm -hmm. specifically. So what's the depressing part of this? Uh, I it, I have no idea what the depressing part is. It was introduced by Julius Bartels in 1939, the year the Soviet Union and Nazi Germany invaded Poland at the same time. So, that, so well, that's exciting. Like when these intense solar flares happen, a lot of things can occur uh, like to our satellites and you, you, you lose uh, communication and things like that. And the, the higher like these you know the k they they call it the kp index um i don't know what the p stands for but it's kp and it, like it goes from like what jay said like one to nine or whatever 
but so the higher and then it based upon the kp index there's like geo what they call geo storms mm -hmm. geomagnetic storms and those vary from numbers too so the higher up in the numbers of the g it's like g-1 or g- you know four whatever um the higher up the more you know problems you're going to have with like communications uh radios things like that so um with the giant sunspot it can blast a flare that could just disrupt everything life life as you know it yeah. as far as communication goes <laughs> um what about, like that i'm guessing like navigation yes. fucking what about like just anything with electricity basically like yes would it be like an emp oh cool yes yeah fun yeah so hopefully you know uh our magnetic field continues to um be our protector and and holds holds out against these uh why the sunspot is facing directly at us <laughs> yeah how long do those normally last for um they move like it just it moves um but you know sometimes they're they're stationary for a little bit and we just happen to have one pointing directly at us that's large so cool. yeah well that, that I, I am optimistic that this could be the end and high time um to go ahead and build off of what Angel said, the definition. So the K comes from the German word Kenzifa, which means characteristic digit. The KP index, the K scale is quasi logarithmic. Logarithmic? Either way. I can't. Logarithmic? Either way. Either the way. math function thing? That's the con yeah. Yeah. I'm, Today. it's okay um, i'm drinking a diet soda that's probably the problem i need something see it's the aspartame man it's not fda approved but they put <laughs> it in everything it's rotting your brain yes i'm i'm gonna roll over and there was a jinx video on twitter about that before he got banned and it was pretty interesting they've been talking about it for a long time they, you know and they did uh clinical tests unfortunately on animals but they in order to die from aspartame poisoning you would have to like consume a 50 like gallon drum of the powder in order to die from it oh like i'm not yeah but i'm sure other than dying there's probably other negative and there, there's a lot of negatives to it and one of them is not being able to pronounce uh log logarithmic logarithmic thank you <laughs> the conversion table for maximum fluctuation r in units uh, to K index varies from observatory to observatory in such a way that the historical rate of occurrence of certain levels of K are about the same as observation uh, observatories, excuse me. In practice, that means that observatories at high geomagnetic latitude require higher levels of fluctuation for a given K index. For example, Godhaven, Greenland, a value of K equals nine derived with R equals 1500 NT, while Honolulu, Hawaii, a fluctuation of only 300 NT, is recorded as K equals 9. In Kyle, or Kale, Kiel, K-I-E. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Germany, K equals 9 corresponds to R equals 500 NT or greater. The real-time K index is determined at the end of prescribed intervals of three hours each. The maximum positive and negative deviations during the three-hour period are added together to determine the total maximum fluctuation. These maximum deviations may occur anytime during the three-hour period. Yeah, it makes total sense. 
Yes, the official planetary KP index is derived by calculating a weighted average of K indices from a network of 13 geomagnetic observatories at mid-latitude locations. These, obs these observatories, excuse me, do not report their data in real time. Various operation centers around the globe estimate the index based on data available from their local network observatories. The KP index was introduced once again by Bartels in 1939, the year of our Lord. So there you go. Um, long explanation. Um, I'm sure I disappointed someone who was going to be like, I know what that means. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're interested in ah! space weather, which I am, I check in on it from time to time, even though I, I don't really, you know, I'm not a scientist, so I don't really know what all of it means. I can understand some things um, and kind of logically say, okay, that makes sense. But really to like know how to get to what they get to, at the, I could try it, but it's probably beyond me. I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, so spaceweather.com is a good source of, uh, you know, and that's directly from like all of, you know, everybody's monitoring space weather, um, not just the United States, but other uh, country information as well. So, the goddamn Russians. Yeah, no. Yeah, w I guess we team up to watch the space. The Ruskies. Yeah, <laughs> the Rusin. Um, so, yes, uh, I, I it's OK that you don't you don't have to be a scientist to be interested in these topics no i'm just saying i'm not very um you know savvy with the lingua yeah because i just know lingua that it, they call it a kp index but i don't know why that's fine logarithms i just <laughs> i just want to i just wanted to burst somebody's bubble who like who was like <gasps> i'm gonna tell him what it is and he explained it already so stick it up <laughs> still gonna do it anyway probably <laughs> um but uh yeah so that's i'm Anybody watch that Leonardo DiCaprio film, not The Wolf of Wall Street, but the other one where it is an Amazon exclusive where it was the end of the world and they're trying to warn people that there was... Don't the, look up. Don't look up. Are you about to show... Wait, I think I already know what you're talking about. Are you about to play a video? No, no, no. I'm not about oh, to... okay. You know, my point of that, first of all, that film was great because it didn't have a great ending. It didn't have a great ending and I think it was perfect because it whoever directed it did point out how no matter how much a credentialist scientist with a phd in all sorts of different categories is coming out telling you there's a problem that like these people were totally ignored they did the math they did the uh, lady discovered it uh they ran reports they validated their the data and they're like no no no, it's coming for us we have this much time the world the life as we know it is going to end it's like chernobyl nobody nobody paid <laughs> nobody paid attention and it happened in like Leo's sitting at the table with like his wife and their kids and they're eating like a last meal and they're just chatting it up. And then this wave of death comes from the impact because the one of the few things that deep impact the Morgan Freeman, one, which I thought was grossly unfair. I think he was the first African-American president on film and he managed to uh, be the president of the United States when it, it was hit by this catastrophic uh, meteor and uh, destroyed at least half of the country why did it have to be a black president when it happened why couldn't it have been the dude from independence day that had to put up with this no they had to pick a black dude and make him look bad especially morgan freeman was very disrespectful uh but the wave that you get from one of these projectiles hitting the ocean you know the tsunami that you see like for example the one that struck that off the coast of the Yucatan peninsula in mexico the one that was responsible for the extinction of our friends, the dinosaurs, who apparently lived on Earth at the same time as human beings did, according to some religious people. Um, that one, like the massive energy wave that comes from it, but also like the tsunami 
we're talking waves that are thousands of feet high. Now, mind you, I'm a nerd. I get on YouTube and I watch people on the North Sea go to these oil rigs. And we're talking 80-foot swells in a giant container ship, and that's terrifying, let alone something that's 100 feet, 200 feet, 1,000 feet. Fuck you. (laughs) Not good. Not good. Um, So if you're living on the East Coast, you'd be in trouble. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, literally yesterday, I saw somebody sent me something. It was about that movie specifically, how they're like on the news trying to warn everybody about how like everybody's going to die. And then like the news anchors are like, Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Like the thing that we try to do on the news is keep it light, keep everybody happy, like all that shit. And there's somebody, it must've happened this week or like a couple days ago. Um, I want to say it was the UK. They're talking about how the temperatures are going to rise. And this guy's like sitting outside in his yard or whatever, uh, talking about how the temperatures are going to go up and he's like yeah it's nice weather but like we're honestly legitimately concerned with like how many people don't have access to air conditioning or like how many people live on their own that are like elderly and probably not that able to take care of themselves the heat rising is going to like it's guaranteed like going to kill people and like we aren't prepared for it and who knows how long it's going to last and all this shit and like the news anchor like does the same thing like dead the, the exact same thing like stops like whoa 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 like we just want everybody to be happy, enjoy the warm weather, like all this. And it's literally like shot for shot, the same fucking thing. And it's just like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. It's, like, it's the fucking curtain gets pulled back or like, uh, I still think one of my favorite things though, was uh, reading that Neil Postman book, entertaining ourselves to death. And he talks about why the media and like news in general is like just all bullshit because it's like they'll cut from talking to you about a school shooting or whatever to like plugging ads for fucking Applebee's. And it's like, why, how would you take that seriously? Would anyone giving like a lecture, like a PhD professor giving a lecture, if they stopped in the middle of it and were like, by the way, like, please continue to eat at Arby's and then went back to what the fuck they were talking about. You'd be, you'd be like, what the fuck just happened? What the fuck is this guy talking about? But literally like when Russia invaded Ukraine, like the fucking footage of like all the air raid sirens and like cities burning and shit. And they literally cut from that to like a fucking Applebee's commercial. And it's like, it's still one of my favorite videos ever on the internet because it's like, Holy fuck. It's right there. I just read about this in a fucking book. And it's like, it literally happens every day and nobody thinks twice about it because that's just the way it's always been for them. Like, Oh, this is the news and I'm supposed to listen to this bullshit. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. Like, you know, I'm trying to think about when 9-11 happened. And those of you who will tell me that you do remember, that's definitely a Mandela effect. Because I'm going to tell you right now, they didn't break news coverage for anything during that entire incident. This damn Mandela effect is <laughs> like, it's really starting to get to me. Like, as in, it messes with my brain. And I'm like, maybe it really was. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. Don't oh, do it. Like, <laughs> laughing at us speaking of laughing it bothers me and it's not a laughing matter but it is funny um in in a non-humorous way how unfortunately in uvalde tejas you had those cops which has come out more and more oh god how awful they these these human beings i I, and it's difficult to call them human beings uh who sat around and did nothing while these children were murdered there was an incident in indiana stan uh, right outside of Indianapolis not too long ago, where an individual, and mind you, the loadout for every mass shooter 
they seem to have exactly the same rifles. And I'm not talking generically. No, they're all AR-15s. Well, yes, they, they are. But the, uh, <laughs> the optics... The fucking hollow point, the EOTech fucking... EOTech, yeah, exactly. Hollow Sun, whatever the fuck it is, on like a Daniel Defense fucking... <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes they have two of them, which is probably more than what that guy was making at Wendy's that allegedly committed this crime. No, that's why he was rocking the flip-up backup iron sights on the second one. He couldn't ah. afford the second EOTech. He's, uh, he's working for a Wendy's salary. That's, yeah, uh, fightfor15.com. Uh, <laughs> this guy goes into a mall in uh, Indiana stand and is planning to kill everybody and their sister. And some Zoomer, who looks like he'd be a classmate of my kid, who was carrying a Glock, Team Glock, number one, at 40 yards, puts eight rounds into the son of a bitch and kills him dead as a hammer. Eight out of ten at 40 yards. Could you fucking imagine? Under duress. Under duress. And you know what the message I got from that is? I got to talk to my friend Kennedy and I got to get back to the range and really start. Nobody would ever be able to tell me anything ever again. I'd be like, I'm sorry. Like, did you see what I did? Back there, did you see how awesome that shit was? Like, right. <laughs> it's phenomenal. And then the mothers uh, who demand action. Uh, oh God, the no, worst take you've ever heard in your entire life. That's right. Mothers who demand anal. Uh, they uh, they had the worst take, one hundred percent. It was an abomination. What this Sharon Watts so much so, so that she deleted it. Uh, but they were deriding him. Well, that was a gun free zone. And it's like, bitch, which one do you want it to be? Do you want the good guy with a firearm to kill the bad guy who's trying to murder everybody and their sister in the food court? Or do you want, like, sometimes I feel like they want the death to happen. So well, yeah, they get to push their fucking agenda and fundraise and do all that shit. Yeah. So this is the meme that went out. 200 local, state, and federal cops, one hours and 15 minute response time. Millions of taxpayer dollars in training. AR-15s, shields, and body armor. The only ones who are supposed to have the guns in sensitive places. Stood around getting hand sanitizer while kids died. We have the video. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the video. Elijah Dickin. That's his name. A good Dickin. 15-second response time. No concealed carry permit. Because you shouldn't need one. Well, Indiana, they have constitutional yeah. carry now. Just like Ohio. Uh, a Glock that he knew how to use, wasn't supposed to have a gun there, but did, and had the will to act, confronted a threat, and who outgunned him and killed him dead. Ladies and gentlemen, I I don't even want, like, I wasn't willing to discuss it before, but now it's, it's absolutely clear that this is the way to go about it. It's just the world that we live in. Well, do you want to deny reality? And first of all, and the reason why... <laughs> Absolutely. I, what are you talking about? The reason why I said something about the rifles is I, I'm definitely on the boat. Of course I am. That I think that's, that, that Uncle Sugar's up to no goddamn good. I, look at the last three or four people that have done it. They all look the same. They all It's literally the exact same profile of person. It's the exact same loadout. It's scary in a way. Like, Yeah, I, I don't... I, I don't know what to make. I, I, I just can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. But that was good news. That young man um, under duress put that many rounds into the bad guy. Uh, I mean, 
I don't care what the distance was. Again, we go back. We go back to the the grizzly bear conversation. I don't care how cool, calm, and collected you think you are. Mm-hmm. I don't care what classes you say you've taken. I don't care what you have visited, what you have done. A regular person under duress, drawing a weapon while someone else is trying to kill them, and if he had a ten round New Jersey style magazine, even even if he had the standard capacity of seventeen rounds. 16 in the in, in in the magazine and one in the hole. Getting that many shots under duress and eliminating the threat is commendable. 40 yards. My goodness. My goodness. So, I don't know, ladies and gentlemen, what do you think? What do you think about the whole thing? Now, am I the only one who thinks that there's hanky-panky going on with, uh, you know, this crap that we're seeing right now with, uh, with these shooters? Because I obviously think that the, the government is up to no good. Up to no good, one hundred percent. I mean, what what do you guys think? I, I don't know. I think prop like sometimes yes, and sometimes no. Like sometimes I think people just go crazy, and it's like a legitimate thing. Mm-hmm. And then other times, like I think that that's just way too many. Um, and maybe the first couple might have been staged, but the rest are like just well, this guy fucking did it, so now I'm going off the deep end, and I'm gonna do it. You know, I, I don't I don't know. I think maybe it's a mix. What well, the thing. Oh, sorry. No, I was going to say, what do you think, Brian? Well, the I can't remember which one because there's too fucking many now. But mm-hmm. two of them were literally in the same Discord server responding to like some admin that nobody fucking knows who he is. But it's like everyone thinks he's a fed. And it's like that. Uh, that's not a fucking coincidence. Like what that stinks. It, it fucking stinks. And then. Uh, this guy, I don't know. I haven't really followed it too much other than that the guy that just happened to be carrying shot him and saved a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, it's very interesting that it's basically the exact same like loadout, everything. It's like the same profile of person. And it's it's like, I don't know how many more times this is going to happen before people are just like all of these dots are not only do they all look the same, but they're starting to like connect. And yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to remember. Fuck. Cause there was something else before all that discord shit came out, but I mean, what? And that someone said they're like the Uvalde, like they're bulldozing that school now or some shit. Like no, you will not, you will not have that. Yeah, so it's like, it's like that kind of shit. It's, it reminds me of that story. Um, I can't remember what city it was in, but it was like a bunch of children got kidnapped and like people were looking for their children and the police wouldn't fucking do anything. So like a fucking neighborhood watch group or some group of fucking concerned parents got together and like tracked everything to this one house Mm -hmm. and they confronted, they called the police, the police showed up, didn't do anything. And then they confronted the actual owners of the house and the cops were fucking helping them run kids out of the basement to like vehicles in the backyard. And then like the next day, the fucking house burnt down. Oh. And it's just like what well, we talked about it. I can't, it was like a year or two ago, but it's just like, what the fuck was that? Like, what, what are you actually talking about? And it's like, there's a bunch of stuff that's just like that, where it's like, we'll never have all the details. We'll never be, it's like the Vegas shooting. It's like, we're never going to know. But it's like, I know enough not to trust any of the shit that they're pumping on the fucking news. Like, and, and the one guy that spoke out about it, his brother got caught with, like, terabytes of child porn, like, the next day. 
And it's just like, okay, like, and that's, there's no coming back from that. No one's going to talk to you. People that have known you your entire life that know everything about you are going to see that or hear that and be like, oh my God, I can't believe I knew him that long. And that's what he was fucking doing. Cause that's an irredeemable thing. Even if it's not true, they drive, it's the first thing everybody hears. There's going to be no backpedaling. They won't believe like there's, I don't know. There's every one of those people that know you, they've had some uncomfortable, awkward moment with you at some point in their life. And then they're like, Oh, that's probably why I felt weird around that guy. I just didn't know that he was into fucking CP, but no, like it's, I don't know, man, there's no way out. It's the, I think about, it was the Lex Friedman podcast. They were talking, it was the economist guy and he quoted somebody and I can't remember who said it, but they were talking about like thermodynamics and he's basically like, okay, you can't rule. Number one, you can't win <laughs> rule. Number two, you're not going to break even. And rule number three is you can't leave. <laughs> so like you just accept that and life's going to be great. <laughs> it's like, I think about that every fucking day now, but it's like, it has to be funny. It's the fucking Sisyphus pushing the rock. It's like, where else are you going to go, man? Like you got this right now. You got to make it work. Otherwise there's nothing. No, I, I think there's a lot of truth. I disagreed with a lot of what that economist had to say, especially his defense of uh, a collectivized, strong central government. I mean, obviously, and he was kind of praising the Chinese Communist Party and their mind. Yeah, that was kind of spooky. Yeah, I'm not not a fan of that at all. It began, then, and once I heard that, I began to question everything he said prior to that. I mean, his his support of what Marx did isn't necessarily the problem. I think a lot of people boogeyman Marx based on what they've heard other people say about him. Um, or what the, you know, because there's, there's, believe me, there's plenty of material to go on that makes Carl a bad guy. Um, first of all, his outward racism, that's one of them. 10% now, of the, what was it? 10% of the population's got to go or yeah. Yep. Yeah, Cause they're too far behind. They're not even capitalists. Yeah. We, we don't have time to wait for them. No, they must, uh, what was the quote? They must perish in the revolutionary Holocaust. Um, so gr- a great choice of words, by the way, um, really, um, foreshadowing what was to come in the 20th century. What an awful place. Uh, but uh, he, you know, <laughs> really, um, <laughs> when I hear uh, people talk about uh, war and how terrible war was, like I think it was Yaron Brook who was debating Michael Malice about it and saying, you know, oh, monarchy was terrible. Look at all the wars. And Michael Malice goes, oh, so all those wars were worse than the 20th century? And Yaron stumbles a little bit because that's when you come to the realization that nothing has surpassed the 20th century. Like even Hans Hermann Hoppe pointed out that a lot of these wars is awful. Like stabbing somebody with a sword is not going to be fun. I mean, the rifle, the bullet, let's hope that's a lot faster. But yes, medieval combat based on the technology of the time was really awful, really, really awful. But it wasn't only, it was only through the 20th century. Where but we it wasn't industrialized. It wasn't industrialized. Exactly. It was very almost private army style unless i mean i mean truly because the king had to go around and beg to pay for it um as opposed to having and the kings actually fought sometimes like yes yeah i hate to i hate to admit it you know that i'm not a huge fan but what is right is right well no and that's like the the mandate to govern or the yeah the mandate to govern of monarchy it's like you are the whole country is basically an extension of your family so you have to like at least not fuck all of it up Whereas now it's like, yeah, who cares? Four years. I got four years (laughs) and I'm going to bleed it dry. And And you're not like, it's, I don't know. It's always, it was always like, I think about it now and it's like, how the fuck could anybody think that 
four years is really enough time to completely change anything that's going on. It's like you just add to the pile of shit. Yeah. Move it around a little bit. Like there's no. Yeah. Yeah. And hey, how about this one? Uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi's husband is being investigated. (laughs) What? For insider trading? For fucking computer chips? I should like. I don't know why I wasn't just following like the because there's like Wall Street bets or something like post like every one of their trades. And I'm like, I don't know why I'm not just doing that. Like, sure, I don't have it near that much money, but it's like still every little bit, you know, like closer to Shangri-La, baby. Um, so, yeah, so we brought you more of the same. I hope you enjoyed it again. <laughs> if you've got two bucks, we'll take it. Um, we have uh, an awesome patreon which uh, has a lot of content on there and uh i think you'll enjoy a lot of it the last one of course was on hl Mencken and uh the practice uh the chiropractic practice of cracking your bones want to know what you think if you you haven't listened to it yet or you're not going to subscribe because you hate us uh because you ain't us um peanut butter and jealous that was that was a great movie the interview by the way that's where i'm getting that from um just let us know what you think. If you had a positive experience with a chiropractor, I'd love to hear about it. I've had no experience with the chiropractor. I don't intend to have any experience with the chiropractor. I've had somebody walk on my back to to crack it, and I it cracked, and then it felt the same about a half hour later. So I'm I can't imagine this man breaking my neck and snapping other crap is going to make me feel better. But again, there's some people that swear by it. We mm-hmm. had this guy that I worked with on the dock back in the day, new Dan, very sweet, very stupid. And, um, he would, he swore by it and he gave me the guy's card and I put it into the garbage immediately. <laughs> it's just not for me. I think that if you have back problems, you probably smoke a little bit reefer and you'll feel fine. Um, I have that on, on, on high, I'm highly confident in that um, that mitigating factor of the marijuanas because I know several people who have chronic back problems that uh, use a little bit of reefer and they feel like uh, like new like new person. So keep that in mind. I just want to hear what you uh, have to say. Does anybody have anything else before we wrap up this uh, unmitigated disaster? Now, why is it always a disaster? Because uh, I mean, we report on the disaster. We are the disaster. We live in disaster. Do you have anything else? Just, you know, stay positive. Keep on keeping on. <laughs> yes. Yes. Keep on keeping on. Brian, my, yeah. my dear friend, what, what, uh, anything else that you have? Uh, I don't know. It's hot, man. I'm all sweaty. You can yes. see how greasy my face is and like the lighting. It's, it's a hot one, man. That's about all I could think of right now. I'm going to shower after this. That's good. Um, my, my air conditioning is right now at 67 degrees. Um, nice and comfortable uh, because I would rather sell my internal organs and pay for the utility bill than not have air conditioning. And uh, I live across the uh, the condominium complex from a man who refuses to run his. And I literally asked him what kind of monster he is. <laughs> and he laughed because he's a drunk, but he's a nice guy. He doesn't hurt anybody. He just likes to sweat, I guess. Whatever. Anyway. You got to sweat out the booze, man. You have to, man. You have to. Uh, I'm glad I don't have the problem. I got to sweat out the sugar. Got to sweat out that ice cream. That sticky sweat. Uh, oh yeah, it's the sweet kind, um, like a corpse. So gross. Um, uh, that's all we have for this week. So I'd like to thank those of you, the four and uh, seven eighths, who continue to listen. Hey, progress. Appreciate you. Appreciate you big time. By the way, gentleman who's been on the show a couple of times. Big news. Uh, he did our original intro and outro music, Joe Brosif. 
My friend is getting married this weekend. Mazel and I am performing the ceremony for him. So I am super stoked for him and his soon-to-be bride. I'm going to be a part of that experience. I'm, I'm excited. I have to write some vows real quick. It's going to be a very, very uh, brief ceremony with just a few of us because they're doing it, quote, Braveheart, uh, Braveheart style where it's not at night, though. It will be during the day, not in the woods either. It'll be close to Lake Geary. So um, looking forward to that. I hope the weather holds out. Um, and hope I don't melt in the sun. Uh, but congratulations to, uh, to Brosif. Uh, um, he's such a wonderful guy, uh, just a good human being. He deserves to be happy. And uh, they got a baby on the way. Uh, I, I couldn't be happier for you. You could see it on his face. He just got back from California not too long ago. His big dream was to go surfing. He went surfing, uh, sent me a postcard from one of the largest record stores in the country, I believe. Uh, it's still on my fridge. Um, it's just a great guy, and I'm so happy for him. He's been through a lot. He went his uh, he's been through a lot. Uh, the last relationship that he was in, uh, he was treated incredibly poorly. And I mean, incredibly poorly. He was uh, the victim of, uh, of abuse uh, in uh, in several forms. And now he has uh, found his special someone and they are truly happy. You can see it on his face. So I'm really excited to be a part of that. Real happy for Brosif. Send him the good energy for a good, happy life. Uh, but that's all we have for this week. So use guys in that at gmail.com. You usually don't email. That's fine. I really don't care. Thank you to those of you that actually communicate on the um, Instagram. You know who you are. It's a constant flow, and I love it because they're great conversations. We're open to talk. We're open to talk. We're open to have you on here. We don't care. We could do whatever we want. We paid for the space. Uh, so that's it for this week. I'd like to thank Ray Faba Fine Art and Design from the Great Lakes. i also like to thank Team Mandalore for keeping cycling incredibly weird okay and i'd like to thank i paint akron where all accidents are happy accidents but ladies and gentlemen as you heard brian earlier sweating massive heat wave those of you in the uk suffering terribly i know you don't have air conditioning because uh your cousins across the irish sea they don't have air conditioning either i've been there three times they need a license for it oh yeah you got a license for that air conditioner mate uh at least i don't get shot while i'm doing maths um <laughs> No, I'm sorry for that. Take care of your pets because that's a serious concern. I mean, I have uh, Brian and I have the same dog, uh, the same breed, not the yeah, same. Yeah, he, he gets it every other weekend. It's yeah, yeah we, we got it served out in court. Yeah. yeah so our dogs are cousins, um, come from the same tribe, and uh, the heat is very serious business. But while they can be cleaned in the bathtub, you perhaps need to be cleaned in the bathtub plus one. And that plus one is going to be my friend Todd's very gay soap from Akron Apothecary. Ladies and gentlemen, when this heat hits, and it hits hard, I mean, seriously, like a sledgehammer, you've got the, uh, the terrible ball vinegar going on. You've got the fat fold sweats. You've got the, the, the chicken grease from the KFC uh, bowl that you had last night. Yeah. they got a mac and cheese bowl now. Maybe you had that. The butter's coming out. All of it. It's just disgusting. Even though you enjoyed it the night before, you're paying for it today. And so are the people around you. That stink is being completely wafted over to your friends and coworkers, people riding the bus, people riding uh, a public transportation. Consider your neighbors, ladies and gentlemen. Please check out AkronApothecary.com. Todd's Gay Soap, homemade, cold-pressed, gay soap made from gay hands to your precious ass. Under boob, ball sack, all of it. Todd can clean it, and he cleans it well. His dedication to your asshole health and your tackle box health is par excellence. So please check out AkronApothecary.com because Todd's Gay Soap is, in fact, 
soap for that ass. I, I don't have a machine. Like that. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it as well as Christopher. We miss him. Soap he, for he, that ass. Yeah, there it is. That's as close as we're going to get. <laughs> so uh, uh, we miss Chris. Uh, he had uh, he had some real pressing engagement tonight. He couldn't make it. So we miss him. Love him to death. Thank you guys. Love you all. Um, we'll talk to you soon. Uh, please be careful at the mall and make sure that you carry. Yeah. See ya. Bye.